Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Teens and parents, you both know how addicting screens and phones can be for all of us. So many of us already have a screen story of some sort of how bad we were addicted to our phones or currently are. Well, today, my guest is a mom with a screen story, but she did something about it. Mandy Hammond is a mom of three and the marketing director of Screen Strong. We talk about screen addictions and how we as parents can protect our kids from falling to that addiction. Get a notepad, guys. This one is going to be good. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. So I am super pumped for today's guest, Mandy Hammond. Did I say that right? Yep, you did. Oh, I did it. Okay. Did Mandy it. Hammond is the marketing director for String Screen Strong, a company that believes in keeping the benefits of screen technology for kids while empowering parents to delay screen um, use that can be harmful and toxic. The Screen Strong solution promotes a strong parenting style that replaces harmful screen time with healthy activities um, like life development and other things. So these guys do a lot of amazing things and we're so lucky to have Mandy with us today. Welcome, welcome Mandy to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm glad so for, to be here. First off, how the heck are you? Where are you coming at us from? So I live in Des Moines, Iowa. So right smack dab in the Midwest. Man. So I'm, yeah, I'm actually from here, um, recently moved back from Texas. So that was a shocker to my system. Uh, <laughs> we were, we were only gone for three years, um, but came back home because this is home. We wanted to be by family again and we've got three kiddos and so yeah, okay. it's going to be back, but I, the cold has been a little rough. I'm glad we're yeah. home Yeah. Midwest cold is a killer. Like. Yes. It doesn't snow. It ices down there, y'all. Yes. Like all the things. All the things. I lived in Oklahoma for three or four summers, just summers. I sold pest control door to door. Yep. Yes. I did, I did okay. that. Yep. In Oklahoma <laughs> for a few summers. So I know the Midwest. Love the Midwest. Yes. Well, awesome. Yeah. So yeah. you're the marketing director of Screen Strong. You're a mom. Um, how many kids you got? So we have three kiddos. Um, my oldest is a boy and he is 17. Oof. Just finished driver's ed today. Oof. I can't believe it. Um, I have a daughter who is 15 and then we have a son who's 12 and I've been married to my husband for, well, we're going on 21 years, April 1st. Man, you are in the thick yes. of it with the teens. We are. Yes. Man, and your marketing director of Screen Strong. So how did you end up in this space? What is your screen story as you put it? Well, yes, I did. I said that to you. I was like, I have a, I'm just a mom with a screen story. And I like to tell people that. So they just know I'm just a real person over here, living it out, trying my best. Um, but a little over a year ago, maybe a year or two ago, a good friend of mine was telling me about screen strong that I should go follow them. I should check out her blog. I should look at all this because we were starting to embark on the smartphone thing with our kids. Mm. And something in my gut was just like, you know, I know my kids are really mature. They can probably handle it, but 
I just, it's just a lot, you know, when I started asking these questions, I started being inquisitive and she has younger kids that she said, you know, Mandy, my kids will never have smartphones. They will never have, they don't have iPads. I was like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? You know, how do you do that? <laughs> so that's kind of, she introduced me to Screen Strong that way. She had been working with Melanie, the founder of Screen Strong for a while. So last March, actually last February, right before great old COVID hit, um, I had the opportunity to meet Melanie on a fluke visit to Charlotte where she lives. And this friend that introduced me to her said, you're going to be in Charlotte. You need to meet Melanie. So I sat down, had coffee with her, heard her story about her son and his addiction to video games um, about 10 ish years ago that put her on her journey. Mm. And I was sold. I was like, this is just hitting the mark with me. This is what I needed to hear as a parent. I needed to be educated on what is happening and why we're having these conflicts. And so from there, I came home from that trip with her books in hand and I sat my family down and my husband was on board and I said, all right, I'm done experimenting with your brains. We're going to experiment the other way and we're going to take things back. <laughs> so that's kind of what started it. I can go to my, more of my story in a minute, but that's how I met her and Screen Strong. And just on in January, um, I basically volunteered with her the last year, kind of helping her with social media. And as of January, they asked me to come on staff. So I'm super thrilled and blessed to have an opportunity to work from home and work to further this mission to save kids and educate. I love that. I love that so much. So for those who don't know, let's talk a little bit about Screen Strong. Um, what is it exactly? It's not an anti-screen, anti-tech company. Um, what Correct. is it? Sorry, go ahead. We had a delay. Oh, you're good. I was just saying, what is Screen Strong? Like, okay. it's not an anti-tech company, but what is it? Yeah. So we are we are educating. We're the education piece. Okay. Gotcha. There's lots of amazing organizations out there. There's lots of amazing, you know, parental controls and, um, you know, really telling parents and and helping them monitor and manage it all. And Screen Strong really comes from a place of science, and that's why I love. I think that's what clicked with me is I needed somebody to explain like why my kid's brain was not doing what I thought it should. And Melanie was honestly the first person that had explained that to me reading her stuff. I was like, okay, this makes sense. This is not an emotional decision I need to make. This isn't, oh, you know, it became their brains needed me to help them. You know, we've grown up with our kids. We've told them, you know, it's our job to protect your eyes. It's our job to protect your heart, you know, with what you're viewing or what you're taking in. But when they got that phone, which we thought we were pretty conservative, you know, waiting till 14 to give it to them, but it backfired on us. So mm. Screen Strong was that organization that I finally found that said, Hey, let me explain to you what's actually happening. Let me explain to you why your kids really don't stand a chance against the makers of these apps and the makers of these video games that are creating them on purpose to keep your kids' eyeballs on them. Like it's not your kid's fault. No. Because I think there was always this conflict in our home of like, oh my gosh, we've taught them better. Like, why can't they make good decisions? <laughs> and it, when I realized it's their brain, it's not their fault. It's not because people have bad kids. It's because they're not, their brains aren't mature. So Screen Strong, back to that. Sorry, I'm going back and forth, but oh, you're Screen good. Strong. Screen Strong really is just promoting this, like you said at the beginning, this strong parenting style. It's putting the parents back in charge and empowering parents to put on that coach hat and realize the play that their team is doing is not working and it's okay to change the play. Mm. And I think Screen Strong backs it up with a lot of just science and research that's out now. I know just in my peer group with my own, you know, parents that I know around me, a lot of people just don't know. And that's a big, that's a, one of the big issues 
is you don't know what you don't know. And so Screen Strong is there to just kind of say, hey, let us teach you, let us educate you so that you can go back to your kids and say, hey, I know more than I knew before. And this is why we're gonna change the play. Not saying that it's easy, but that's kind of what Screen Strong does. And so just the education piece um, to really help parents know this is what's happening. This is why it's happening. Because once you know that, I always say knowledge is power and it empowered me to make big decisions in our home. Yeah. Let's talk about those decisions real quick. Um, I mean, we talked about your story a little bit earlier, but let's dive deeper into that. I am very curious now. Um, What are some of those big decisions that you made, some of those big changes? Yeah. So backing up, like I said, we were more on the conservative side of things waiting. Um, We really thought, you know, we had our, our kids' friends were getting phones at, you know, that 11, 12, and this was several years back. Now it's getting younger and younger, especially with COVID and everything. But, um, even at that time, I just didn't feel great about that. Um, and I look back to like my oldest being in seventh grade at the time they went to a private school, they were all given computers even back then. Um, and I just remember just having that gut check then. So we waited to give him them the phone while we moved across country to Texas from Iowa when the two older ones were in middle school. And so when the oldest one turned 14, I mean, you could go back on my Facebook if you wanted to find the video, I'm sure that we were celebrating that he finally got his phone and I had all his friends text him and it was just a big like a ceremony, almost like, oh, you get this phone. And he cried. He literally cried because, you know, he was the last of his friends. And well, about a year or so into it, you know, my husband and I are having these discussions behind closed doors of like, that was the worst decision we ever made. Like, where (laughs) is our child, you know, but not understanding or even thinking we could take it away or that there was any other option. Like, so I get all the parental controls, which are great. And you need to have them. If your kids have smartphones, they have to have parental controls at the very least. We had those on there, but I found myself monitoring all the time. Right. And you're getting alerts like, oh, there's an issue. And, you know, I'm checking his phone at night and we had general rules around like no phones in bedrooms and you turn in your phone at night. Like, so we were always kind of been strict on that. No phones in the bathroom, um, things like that. However, it just still felt like there was this, like, what is influencing our kid? Like what's going on? Fast forward, my two older, only about 19 months apart. So my daughter turns 14 next. She gets my old iPhone, which was an eight. She's so excited. And because we had moved across the country, she convinced me after much convincing to get Instagram because it was a way to keep in touch with her friends. Right. Yeah. Connection. I have, I have the password. I think I'm doing it all right. Well, what ended up happening and you can just a quick little plug. Her story is on the screen strong families podcast. She tells it herself and mm-hmm. um, because she's detox now and she can see back and see what had happened. But she got accepted to a school um, across town and she would be on the bus. You know, we were in San Antonio, so long drives. And she'd be on the bus about 45 minutes to an hour there and back and found herself on her phone scrolling. So even though we'd had all the talks and all the things, what she will tell me now is, mom, I might just be sitting looking at cute cat videos and then all of a sudden some provocative or, you know, raunchy something would just be in front of her and she'd feel bad. Well, this started to just happen more and more. Um, so she developed crazy anxiety. This was not my daughter. I was like, what the heck? So we ended up going to the doctor for a well check and she mentioned anxiety to the doctor and the doctor immediately prescribed her Prozac without any, yeah, without any sort of intake form or, Hey, what's your screen usage? You know? And at this point I'm, I know about screen strong, but I'm not like in it. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sitting there behind the doctor going, 
um, excuse me, you know, so when the doctor finally looks at me after telling my daughter, make sure you stay on it for two weeks, at least, you know, to really get, you know, your body in check with it, you're going to feel a little weird at first. And I put lots of teenagers on this and they are night and day different. I mean, I'm sitting there starting to fume and she looks at me and I said, Oh no, 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 we're not ready for Prozac yet. And she said, well, you know, I remember what she said. So we walked out that day with that prescription in hand, which I promptly ripped up because I didn't feel in my gut as a parent, that was the right step at that time. I'm not saying it's never the right step, but you know what I mean? Right. So that I'd already had this gut check about Instagram. I'd been learning, started to educate myself and we got in the car and I just looked at her and I said, no, we're going to try something different and we're going to take a break, you know, from Instagram. Mm -hmm. So long story short there, her anxiety is pretty much gone now. Um, her Instagram accounts on my phone now. So she's now she's 15 you know, going almost 16, she's getting older, she's getting more mature by the year. And now that she's not on it, she can see what it's doing to her friends. And that's her big thing oh now gosh. is that she wants to save her friends, you know, so she's on there, but it's a couple times a day, maybe if it's like on her lunch break, cause she's homeschooled now. So like, can I look at my Instagram real quick? You know, I'm pretty much right there. So that was a nine day difference. And then the third thing with my youngest, um, was just a situation on a tablet that I thought the parental controls were up to date. They were not, some things were searched out of curiosity, you know? So it's this, no matter how I got to this point, my husband, I said, I have tried all the things I have done everything right. I feel like as a parent, and yet this junk has still come into our home. It's still found us. Like, what are we doing wrong? And I have to think that that's a lot of parents story, even now, as we speak. And that's why I'm passionate about this to say, Hey, so what we did, um, that was kind of the background part of that year before meeting Melanie, all of that kind of these different situations had arised. Um, my oldest son with his phone, the issue there was TikTok. This was before it was even a big thing. I thought, Oh, what a funny app my son can be creative on. Um, you know, this is, this is before it got huge and what it is now, but even then there was so, so much junk on there and I had the password. So I would check from time to time Well, I started seeing some just things on his, the feed that I thought, well, this doesn't match up with our family values and, and this isn't funny. And we were starting to have these like almost fights arguments about what was funny and what wasn't. And Oh mom, you're just, you're old, you know, like it's just uh, a generation gap. Okay. Boomer. Yeah. Yeah. Literally probably said that to me. And I said, first of all, I'm like, first of all, I'm not a boomer. My mom is a boomer, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong generation. Get it right. No, but I just said to him, like we were having these constant battles and I, it literally felt like somebody was influenced my son and I didn't have any say. And my influence was like, getting less and less. And that's a scary place to be as a parent. Cause like your main job is to influence your child. Right. And when you feel like somebody else and everything you say is wrong because they read it or they saw it online or they, you know, so that was the conflict there. So enter screen strong. And basically what we did was it was before it was even a thing. Cause now it's a thing uh, was a screen strong challenge. Okay. Yeah. Which starts off as like a seven day detox. Um, you want me to go into that? Yes. Keep talking. Keep okay. talking. <laughs> okay. Take notes, people. Pause if you need to, but keep talking. Okay. So the Screen Strong Challenge is a seven-day detox, basically. Um, to truly see results, you're going to want to go 30 days. You're going to want to go six weeks, eight weeks to truly see some change. And like, we're a good year out now. And I mean, our kids are completely different kids. Um, but I sat them down at that at the kitchen table. And no kidding, this was probably two, one to two weeks before covid Okay. And I'm going, so 
we're going to take away screens. Here's our new schedule. And I took some time to prepare this. And this is what the challenge, when you uh, register for the challenge, you get this amazing course basically that takes you through every single day and what to expect. This was not a thing back then. So on my own, I was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to create something here. And I sat at my computer for like two days probably and, and made them a new schedule and I suppose this was right over spring break because we never went back to school. That's what it was. So I made up the schedule with like blocks of time and they were just like rolling their eyes and going, oh my gosh, how could you take this away? How could you do this? How dare you? How dare I? And and I kept just saying, and this was with Melanie's coaching, the founder of Screen Strong. She kept saying, just keep your happy face on. You just, this is what to expect. She was telling me what the challenge, like if you get the challenge now, this is what I'll tell you. Melanie telling you these things. But back then it was her on the phone with me saying, okay, this is normal. You know, like, how's your kid, how are your kids doing today? You know, she'd check in with me and I'm like, Oh, this is crazy. So really what we did and what screen strong, you know, talks about, and you said this at the beginning, we're not anti-screen we're anti-toxic screens. Yes. We're anti all the screens replacing all the things that your kids could be doing. And when I changed my mindset with that and thought, what could my kids, what could they be doing instead of spending time on video games instead of spending time on their phone, watching YouTube and God knows what. Um, and so we did, we got on Amazon, ordered some paints for my daughter. Remember we ordered a, um, dot to dot. Did you know they have extreme dot to dots with like thousands of dots? Yeah. And that's my oldest son. Yeah. That's really cool. So, and that would keep him busy. And I would just want like, and we lived in Texas at the time. So even with COVID, it was beautiful weather, you know, come March. And so we were outside a ton and we were getting, I mean, I was going back to their childhood. It was crazy and going, getting sidewalk chalk and, you know, just like anything to keep them busy. And it's amazing when you give children, even older teenagers, an opportunity to do that, they'll do Mm -hmm. it. They'll do it. They don't want to be addicted to their screens. No. They don't know that, but they don't want that. Their brain doesn't want that. Their brain wants to have these life-giving activities that's growing their brain and giving them experiences. And so that's what we started doing and just started gradually replacing things. And what I saw happen was amazing. You know, we ended up getting the Gab phone for my oldest son. Yeah. Little shout out to Gab. Um, love yeah, Promo code in description. <laughs> yes. Who's promo code? No, I'm just kidding. Ah, mine. <laughs> Well, let them have yours. No, um, no, but for real, that was life-changing because I realized there was no novelty to that phone. And so it sat there on the counter because there's no, I mean, besides texting a friend, there's no app to get involved in. There's no, you know, it sat there and, you know, my oldest started going out and just tinkering with things in the garage. And I can't tell you what kind of just things started blossoming from all my kids. Uh, And again, the younger you do this, the better, right? If your kids are younger, it's easier just to be like, Nope, not doing this today. And you just, they don't get an option with teenagers. It's a little harder because they have a little bit more of a voice and they want to convince you otherwise, but it's just so important to be the parent and say, Hey, I'm learning over here. And I would tell them along the way, what I was learning, Mm -hmm. even though it might annoy them a little bit, but I'm like, Hey, this is research. Like this is science, what it's saying. And I didn't like push it down their throat, but I would just talk openly about it. And I think through that, that started other conversations and over time, you know, they got to a place where it just didn't matter as much anymore. They didn't care about it anymore. So I love that so much. Um, Tech isn't going anywhere, guys. It's going to continue to be a huge part of our everyday lives, but it's not going to be our lives. We get to control every single bit that it is part of our lives. We get to control whether it is a tool or whether it is tooling with us. Yes. Um, and and that and we we have that power until we give that power away. Um, I love what you mentioned about social media. Um, 
right now, a lot of kids, most of this country's kids, we're going through a, a mental health crisis right now. Um, because of the pandemic and everything, a lot of kids are on social media. Um, I mean, my whole movement initially started Bullies Be Gone to, to help um, bully victims and different people that have been experiencing bullying and different things. Um, and I was shocked um, to see how much it has shifted over to social media. Um, and we talk about how we our kids don't want to be addicted. And our kids also don't want to be bullies, but we're giving supercomputers to people whose frontal cortexes aren't even fully developed and they don't have that power and they definitely don't stand a chance. Like you said earlier, you said they don't stand a chance against the people who make those apps. Um, the science behind that is crazy. They are purposefully trying to get um, huge dopamine releases for your kids so that they're like, ooh, I want to stay here longer and longer and longer and longer. And then all of a sudden they're addicted. Yep. And your kid is gone. Um, so you said that once you guys started detoxing, it kind of felt like they're going back to their childhood. How yeah. great was that? Was that just the best thing ever? It's the best thing ever. And even still a year later, you know, we've moved back home to our home, you know, city where they were born and raised outside of those three years we were gone and they've got their friends and stuff around again. But we ended up finding a, a house on an acre of land behind us. And it's just amazing to watch them actually want to go outside and play or, you know, do things off of the screen. It's so rewarding. And I think, and this is how I was over a year ago where I was going, oh, it's not possible. Like, how do I even come back from this? But it is possible. And I mean, it's amazing. And there's so many days that I'll just be like, did they seriously just go choose to play cards at the table? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just going, is this really my life? And it's not because we're doing anything like special or like we're perfect parents and we right. get compliments on our kids all the time. It's funny. They're just going, wow, your kids really know how to talk to adults. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what we did there, except that I do know social media is making kids non-social. I do know that it's doing the opposite of what we think it's doing. And mm -hmm. so taking my kids off of it had to have influenced that. hundred percent. I mean, just from my point of view, I'm a high school counselor um, and like social media is killing our youth, literally killing them. They're so obsessed and engrossed and trying to look like and be like the fake people they see online mm -hmm. and their insecurities are just getting amplified. They yeah. treat each other and themselves as objects. They bottle things up. They miss out on building connections with their family. The list goes on. Depression and suicidality are running rampant among our kids right now. And a big part of that is chalked up to social media. So I am so thankful for people like you guys at Screen Strong who are helping people to have a healthy relationship with their tech so that phones and, and kids aren't just turned into bullying and porn machines. They're <laughs> your kids again. Um, yeah. and that's so huge. We need to let kids be kids. Um, we probably have quite a few parents now who are freaked out. Um, they're like, oh crap, 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 crap. I have screwed the pooch. I am in like, oh my gosh. So what would your advice be to those parents who are probably kind of freaking out right now, listening to this, those parents who are scared that they've already messed up too much. What would you say to them? I would say there is always hope you always have options. Okay. Screen strong is one of those options. Every family has got to do what works for them. And some people have found multiple things to work for them. What we have found is anybody who truly does the screen strong way or becomes, we call it become screen strong. Um, 
you're going to see results and you're going to get your kids back. You're going to see their potential and it's there. It takes a lot of effort on the adult's part. Your child's brain is not developed. They're not going to be able to manage the things you want them to manage. They just aren't. And when you look at it that way and take that emotion out of it, and even if you think your kid might hate you, they're going to thank you later. And um, I mean, just recently I had a talk with my 17 year old son and just in one of those rare moments, cause he's on the go all the time now. And you know, we're sitting at the kitchen table and I just said, you know, I know that was really hard when we took your smartphone away. Cause he actually had that taken away before we even started our challenge and all that. And I said, but I said, can you see now that that kind of saved you and that like that you came back to us and he with tears, he said, yeah, like he saw it. He's not going to come out and be like, thank you, mom. You know, he might not do that till he's 30, but <laughs> it is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it to make a change. So my advice would be educate yourself. There are so many awesome organizations out there educating parents now, because this yes. has been such an issue that's even come up in this past year, right? Because oh, of yeah. the state of our world. Um, so just know that you can do it. You are the parent. Um, I know it's easy to just be like, be the parent, but for real, like, Grab whatever you can inside of you to empower you. And that's going to be knowledge. That's going to be research. It's going to be reading some articles. It's going to be watching some documentaries. It's going to be reading some books. It's doing the hard things to save your kid's life because it's worth it. Yeah. Amen to that. I really think that if if any parents who are listening, if you feel like that your kid is not your kid anymore, that you don't know who they are and they've been aggressive or they've been withdrawn or whole different things, look at their screen habits and yeah. your own screen habits and see if you need to make some changes. And if you do, definitely hit up our friends at Screen Strong. Um, maybe take the Screen Strong pledge um, and get your kids back. Give yeah. them back their childhoods. Man, I love that. Thanks so much for everything we've talked about today. Oh my Absolutely. gosh. I'm glad I could share a little bit and just, I'm so passionate about this just as a mom. I want to save everybody. And any issue I hear about, I'm like, but what about their screens? Like, yes, are they on yes. social media? You know, because for real, trust your gut. That's the biggest thing. Trust your gut. Man. So how can folks see what you and ScreenStrong are up to? Shameless plug time. Yes. Okay. Um, ScreenStrong.com is the website. Awesome. Awesome. Free information and resources galore on there between research and blogs and anything you'd want to share or look at. Um, Melanie Hempy has three small books out, super easy reads, screen strong solution. She's got a book about gaming and a book about social media. Um, get your hands on those. But if you want real time support, our screen strong families, Facebook group is, um, rocking. It's growing by the hundreds every month. I think we're up to almost 2000, um, just in the past, maybe six months. It's just kind of because people are wanting, you know, a solution. So that's going to be your great place So just look it up screen strong families, Come on in there, ask your questions, find a bunch of like-minded parents that are on this journey with you. Um, the Screen Strong Families podcast, there's a plug for that because that's um, she's just got lots of great guests, you know, experts, researchers, people on there. Um, am I missing anything? And the Screen Strong Challenge, obviously. Go to our website, register for the Screen Strong cha Challenge, take the challenge. Anybody can do something for seven days. And that's just a great on-ramp. So don't get overwhelmed with... Oh, can I do this whole thing? Just say, can I, can we do an experiment for seven days? And that's what you say to your kids and your family. We can do this and you do it with them. You know, um, the great Colin Karchner that a lot of people probably know that, you know, with that are listening to your podcast too, Nate, I have it right here showing your kids. You love them. It's 2% effort, 98% putting down your phone. 
And I got to remind myself of that all the time too, especially with this work that I'm in because I'm engrossed in it. And sometimes I just got to put it down and love your kids. Boom. There you go, guys. So go and check them out. Um, All of that will be in the show description. Go check out their website, their products, their books, their podcasts. Just they're awesome. There you go. Um, if you want your daily dose of positivity, go ahead and follow me at bulliesbe.gon on Instagram. And if you want me to come speak at your school, go and email me. And that email is in the description. Uh, always remember you are wonderful. You are worthy and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight second hug and we'll see you on the next one.